Attention makes life worth living. So the more focused we are, the more we can give attention to the different areas of our life to make the most out of it. Something to think about. Until I reflected on it, I never really saw it that way. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to The Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Today we're going to talk about Focus by Daniel Goleman. We all know that smartphones and devices are powerful. At the same time, there are huge downsides to it too. A big downside is that our attention goes out of the window. You sit to scroll and you realize that hours have passed by. And if you keep finding yourself going back again and again, that may be something to worry about. The author of this book, Daniel Goleman, shows how we can take control with focus. He calls it the hidden driver of excellence. It's a book that discusses mindfulness, willpower, leadership, empathy, and success. And here are the three key takeaways from the book. One, when you find yourself staring at a screen, let your mind wander. Two, the best way to improve your willpower is to do something that you are interested in. Three, imagine distant problems as immediate to make better long-term decisions. Let's go straight to takeaway number one. When you keep staring at the screen, let your mind wander. Open awareness is a concept that we should know about. Going against popular belief, all kinds of attention are valuable, not just the ones that are super focused. When our minds wander a lot, it doesn't really mean it's wandering in the wrong direction. And it's a good indicator that you should be taking a break, because this makes our mind wander towards the things that we've been trying to figure out. And most of us might think that letting our minds wander is something we can't afford to do because of the lack of time, but in reality, we can't afford not to relax. Since the more we push and try to make sense or finish something, the more frustrated we become and perform even worse. A few days ago, this happened to me. I didn't want to take a break because I wanted to finish a spreadsheet and was so frustrated since a formula wouldn't work. Hours have passed and I just stopped out of frustration and anger and decided to sleep. The next day when I woke up and mindlessly did my things, after that I was able to get back to my spreadsheet and finished it in a few minutes. It was a funny experience. And this happens all the time. So I think this should be a reminder for me and everyone else that you should let your mind wander. So it is important to let your mind roam freely and practice mindlessness from time to time, especially when your work requires intense focus. For example, when you leave your work at your desk and take a walk or a breather somewhere else, your subconscious starts to come up with creative ideas based on you being openly aware of your surroundings. And if you're not convinced, studies have found that we can generate up to 40% more original ideas when we let our minds rest. That's a lot. Let's go to takeaway number two. The best way to improve your willpower is to do something that you're interested or pretty much do what you love. The reality is that from time to time, we need to work on something for several hours in a focused manner. Hopefully, this is done in the state of flow. It is a state where we are so into something that we forget the time passing. To make this happen, a key ingredient is willpower. Sure, willpower is affected by nutrition, sleep, exercise, and other things. But the author discovered something that is interesting. Doing work that you love. Studies have found that willpower doesn't really come from the body, but from the mind. Hence, doing something you love strengthens your willpower. But here's the thing. Doing what you love may seem trivial, and I myself had a hard time understanding this. 
since even work that I love gets boring and exhausting. But after understanding it deeper, doing what you love is simply work that reflects your goals. And if you're able to do that, late nights and crazy obstacles come a lot easier, especially when you're 100% convinced that what you're doing is the exact thing for you to do to reach whatever goals you may have. An example from the author is George Lucas. When he was creating the original Star Wars, he split from his production company since he felt that his creative vision would be compromised. It was a hard move, a crazy one at that, but because he was 100% convinced that this would make him reach his goals, he did everything to make it a success. Come to think of it, upon reflecting and talking to others, we might all have experienced this one way or another. We were just not aware of it. Our goals fueling our willpower to take action. And this brings us to takeaway number three. Imagine distant problems as immediate to make better long-term decisions. We all have a dream, a crazy one, something that no one cares about but only you. And you wanted to pursue it, but you didn't. It may be a book that you wanted to write and you wrote a few pages and you never opened it for years. It may be an art project that is just a concept and a notebook. It may be a product or service that you wanted to launch as a side hustle. These things make life worth living and are what we all want to accomplish in the short time we're here. Yet we are always procrastinating. And the reason for it? A big factor is because they don't have deadlines. The regret of having a boring life is too far away to cause panic because it would only come when you're too old to change it. But the author mentions that if you imagine these things or problems as serious immediate threats right now, you can stop making decisions that makes you happy in the short term but doesn't really solve the problem. Here's a good example. Traffic jams are often solved by building new highways, but in reality, when you really think about it and study it, in the long run, it creates more room for cars and more traffic jams and therefore actually promotes traffic. If we focus on the larger context and imagine the consequences of long-term issues as happening tomorrow, not years from now, then we will make better decisions in the here and now. And that was a quick summary on Focus by Daniel Goleman. If you want more case studies and examples, try checking out the book. There are interesting things that the book discusses like the difference between the bottom-up and top-down minds, as well as selective attention and how it is the key to high performance. And if you are a leader in any way, this book will be very useful for you. Till the next episode, thank you for listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment.